Hello. Howdy. <laughs> What's up? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories that we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech. In 15 minutes or less, you can catch the show live on Instagram every Thursday at about 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, or you can catch the replay on all podcast providers and YouTube every Friday. This week, we're your hosts, Mitzi and... Benjamin. You read that really well. Thank you Good so job. much. I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> I actually tried not to look at the script while I read that, so I feel proud. For real? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, maybe one day I'll get there. Making eye contact. How's it going? Good. Good. I'm feeling... Today I'm feeling tired, but in general, re-energized. There's a little bit of like buzziness because um, I just came back from like Montreal from a mm-hmm. vacation. Um, and I went to a concert there. I went to the Jungle concert. If the listeners aren't aware, Jungle, um, they're like a dance, electronic, funk, very like produced type of like band um, genre. Anyway, they... Uh, they have a song that was trending on Reels and I think TikTok as, as well. If it's uh, trending called, on Reels, it was probably trending on TikTok first. Maybe the dance portion. Like people were trying to learn the choreography because they do music videos with like some of the best dancers in the world. The song's called Back on 74. Check it out. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was pretty much my vacay. Cool. And um, I you also, got, tattoos, got, I also you? got, yeah, I got fake tattoos, some ink box tattoos. Um, I pranked some of the people here at the office. They thought they were real and they were like, what, why, why did you, like, was it a last minute thing? Like, what? That's <laughs> funny. Did you do that? Because last time I was in Montreal, I got a real tattoo. Oh. And it was funny because I told my friend that like we planned to get this tattoo and I right. told her it was going to be like this small, like just like two inches. Two by and two. And then it ended up being Oof. like my whole. It's a good one though. Thank you. Yeah. I The next morning I was like. I don't know about this. Like, what did nervous? I do to myself? Yeah, I was kind of like not sure about it. But Accepted now, though. Yeah, it's part of my... Cool. Brand. I don't know if I'll ever... Like, I'm the type of person that gets bored with things really quick. So I feel like I'd get it. And like, if I got an actual tattoo, I'd get it. And then years after, I'd be like, what is this? Like, right. why is that? Why did I do <laughs> I know. Why did I do that? But I don't know. It's you live and you learn. Yes, it's true. <laughs> true. Um, it's been a big week over here. If you didn't know, we launched our first ever mini course. It's the first time that we've ever done this, created a product that's actually teaching you what we do at the agency every single day. I'm yeah. super excited about it because it's a beginner's guide to social media or managing a branded social media account, which is very different than managing yes. a personal social media account. Yeah. So it's super great. Our social media lead, Mel, is just knows so much about social media Incredible. and she's shared all of her knowledge in this course. So if you're curious about it, go check it out. It's linked in our link in bio um, and you can also catch it on like all of our little social posts. So check it out. Yeah. And it's not one of these big, huge courses that takes weeks to like go through and digest. Mm. And like we're not giving you like these big pieces of homework and Um, Like deliverable, like it's very concise, it's very to the point, and it's very friendly to like that new user experience. So we're we're excited for people to check it out. We saw some purchases come Mm -hmm. in overnight. And so, yeah, we just, we know it's valuable and we know it's going to be helpful. So we're putting it out there for the world to just embrace. For sure. It's definitely one that gives you all the good stuff right up front. So go check it out. Yeah. Um, But we got lots to talk about. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Some exciting news. First up, it's time for the sip. Do we take a sip? 
No, you don't have to, but you can. Here you go. <laughs> okay. First up, it's time for the sip. Your weekly rundown of the top stories happening in social media. Are your apps looking different this week? Meta unveiled a new logo for Facebook with a different, deeper blue. Whatever. <laughs> Meta also officially announced their new range of AI and VR tool, including celebrity chatbots. Very interesting. Snapchat has launched a 16-bit game called Agency Adventure that takes agency staff through the basics of building a Snapchat brief. Reddit has launched a gold program that will pay top contributors and mods. And TikTok is... And TikTok is exploring a partnership with Google to drive more search traffic. I think, like, I I went through the Snapchat um, agency adventure... And it gave me so much anxiety. I oh. It was really stressful. You have to like pick which industry you're in. So you could be like fintech or like consumer goods. And then you like create a brief. It just, it mm. feels like why would you go in a video game to work? Right. Yeah. I don't know if you can call that a game. At yeah. This, it was stressful. Point. But I mean, there's probably an audience out there yeah. who and- really just love that. Yeah, and also why is like why are we changing up like logos for Facebook and stuff? Like who's deeper blue? Does anybody care? Really? This <laughs> feels really thirsty. Like they're trying to create some momentum around it, but like nah. Nah. You can <laughs> next. It's a pass. Cool. Okay. okay, I'm really excited to talk about this. First up, after 148 days of work stoppage. The writer's strike has officially ended. The Writers Guild of America launched on Tuesday Tuesday that they will end the strike after agreeing to a tentative deal with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. The move allows writers to return to work, very important. And as a reminder, writers were pushing for streaming residuals and protections against the threat of AI in the film industry. The tentative deal will bar the use of AI for writing or rewriting and forbids studios from enforcing writers to use it. However, it will allow writers to choose the use of AI to aid their writing upon consent from the same studios. And the deal also offers compensation to writers and adds new minimum staffing requirements for TV writers' rooms based on episode count. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. Yeah, I mean, congrats to them for coming to a, a deal. I Like, this was the point, no? Like, this is the point. Fight for yourself and then get to a point where you can get something from the big, mm-hmm. the big companies. Um, so I think it's, it's important. And I don't know, it kind of g- gives you a little bit of hope for all the other um, professions and industries that feel super threatened by AI. I mean, some for sure, I don't think will like, we'll get to this point of actually feeling like they've won. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of debate, but um, I'm actually surprised that, that yeah. this has come to this point. I think um, this is really interesting, like that there's already like conversations around AI and usage of AI and what's allowed in terms of usage of AI. Um, it does say that writers can use AI, so it at least it gives the writers the opportunity to be like protected, like their job is right. safe, like they're not going to be replaced by AI, but they can start using AI. I saw someone talk about the use of AI and like at some point people are going to compare using AI to like using a computer. Like right. you could not use it, but at some point it's going to feel like you're not embracing technology as like sure. it supports your 
work. It's almost like… Like you're old school. Like get caught up. Yeah. Or even like I saw some conversations around this in terms of like schools and university. And some people are comparing it to when the calculator was introduced into classrooms. And people would say like, well, you can either use a calculator and advance the like curriculum to be more comprehensive and complicated. So you need to use a a calculator so that like your knowledge is actually increasing. Or you could ban calculators and have really elementary type of math happening. So I think in general, like we're starting to be more comfortable and understand AI and its limitations and the best practices for usage of AI. So I think this is like important that it came to this. And I'm actually really surprised that they settled this strike Mm -hmm. now. Like I thought that studios would just kind of like settle in for the fall and like pick it up in the new year. Mm. Like, Yeah, no, 148 days. I mean, it's a chunk of time, but mm-hmm. still that's a lot, like I said, a lot quicker than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I haven't seen that the SAG like actors strike has been resolved yet because no. they started striking in solidarity of the writer's strike, right. but there's still no news as to when that's going to be settled. Should follow follow up pretty soon. I, yeah, they're, theirs I feel like is a bit more complicated because they're also requesting residuals from streaming and then in mm. addition asking for AI to protect jobs for actors because now with AI they could create like AI actors and background right. actors into like Freaky. movies and, and television. Get me in there. So I feel like that's a bigger battle. Yeah, for sure. Do you think, um, Mitzi, like the same way that schools started tailoring curriculums to now like how much you could do with a calculator, that maybe workplaces will tailor the amount of job or the type of work that you can get done to that expectation? Like, hey, you you can use AI now, so we expect you to work in this way or do more. Are you asking me as an employer? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm asking as Mitzi Payne. (laughs) That's hard. I mean, I think at some point we all have to like integrate it into how we work. It would be silly not to. Yeah. Um, So maybe. But I think there's always going to be room and space for creative thought. um, And we have to make sure that there is some space for that. So yeah, I agree. I don't know. You got to embrace it. You're going to fall behind for Mm -hmm. sure. Next up, Travis Kelsey's jersey sales have skyrocketed after Taylor Swift was seen supporting him at a game. The Taylor Swift effect. Crazy. So people have been talking nonstop since Taylor Swift went to watch Travis Kelsey play football on Sunday. Taylor was spotted in Kansas City watching the team play the Chicago Bears alongside Kelsey's mother, Donna, from an enclosed suite. That's quick. For me, at least. Mama Kelsey. Get get mom involved right away. The pair didn't comment on it. Okay. So it's still quiet. But they were seen leaving together after the game. In a getaway convertible. Mm Mm-hmm. That day, Kelsey's jersey sales spiked 400%. That's huge. He also gained 300,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. I'm actually curious to know also um, what the team's, like, Instagram following is like if that probably like went up as well which it probably did um and people have been wondering for a few months now if the pair was together or not or if it's like an in-between thing situationship who knows um but aside from the soaring jersey sales the nfl was also inundated with taylor fans on their content they updated their x bio x twitter you know bio to read 
NFL, and then in parentheses, Taylor's version. They, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, they also ahead. updated their TikTok to say Taylor was here on, like, their bio, their mm-hmm. TikTok bio. Yeah. And so, <laughs> what do we think? I feel like you have a lot on this, Mitzi. Yeah, I'm living for this. Like, this is the best thing to ever happen to the NFL, and they know it. They're milking it for all it's worth. And they I, gotta. I love my For You page right now because it's all about, like, the Swifties becoming, like, football fans. They're, like, so diehard that they're like, okay, like, I'll learn football. <laughs> and I was showing <laughs> um, Mike, like, my husband, some of the TikToks that I'm seeing, and I'm like, of these people who are had know nothing about football and as they're learning football, it's amazing and so funny. Yeah. Like obviously they th- like Travis Kelsey is the star of the NFL. And there's even like like tutorials or like presentations that people are making on like explaining football. To, so, to Swifties. Yeah, like it's so good. <laughs> I'm living for this content. The marriage um, of the two worlds. Like the two worlds that you never thought would collide is just like yeah, it's it's amazing and it's so fun to watch like as someone who's kind of like knows some something about football but also is like more so interested on like who these players are dating. Right. Yeah. So it's been really fun to see it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's like I I love the content. I love to see it happening. Uh Taylor Swift does live in New York and they right. are playing the Jets uh this weekend. So That's, I think it'll be too soon for her to like show up to that because like America needs some time to like recover from this. But it's going to be interesting. And it's funny, he he also has a podcast uh, with his brother, um, Jason. Right, and he's been talking. Yeah, and it's the number one podcast right now, of course. And he talked about it, or he has to, but his brother brought it up on the show um, and they tactfully like talked about it. And he basically said that like, his, he's trying to keep that private. But, I mean, Good it's luck. so funny because Travis Good Kelsey luck. has been so thirsty for Taylor Swift for, <laughs> for months. And he right. actually talked about on his podcast how he went to her show at Arrowhead, which is the stadium that he plays, like, football in. Right. Um, and he tried to get backstage to give her a bracelet because at the Taylor Swift show, you, like, exchange friendship bracelets. Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. And he had his phone number on it. Right. And so he's been like thirsty for her. Every like he has always talked about her. Like he's, he's always looking. liked her. Yeah, he's been trying to so slide. So I just think this is so <laughs> cute and I feel like America really needs to come together and it feels like they are. We're all shipping Taylor Swift yeah, and Travis I was Kelsey. Ask you if you approve. For sure. Okay. There I think like Travis Kelsey is like really funny as like a character. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, Taylor Swift like she she can pick whoever she wants to be with. So I'm just like happy that she's picking someone who's like, wears it all in his sleeve, you know, like, you yeah. know what he thinks. And, and I just hope she writes a song about it. She will. right? About she that will. day, literally going to the game and like all of America watching she's, you, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Swifty personally, but I can appreciate the power that Taylor has in storytelling. She's yeah. a master storyteller. I feel like I'm Swifty adjacent. Like, I can appreciate and respect what she's doing and her impact on pop culture, but yeah. I'm not a huge fan of her music just because it's not my personal taste. Yeah. Although my daughter is, and that's pretty fun to watch. She's, yeah. like, pop girly. Like, I mean, she loves, like, that the Western kind of, like, yeah, cowgirl totally. energy. So. <laughs> What's so funny to me in all of this is there's this trend on TikTok right now where wives are asking their like partners who watch football like seriously they're like yeah they're like filming them they're like isn't it crazy that taylor swift put 
put Travis Kelsey on the map. And these men are getting so, <laughs> so triggered insulted. and offended because Travis Kelsey is actually a good player. Like right, he yeah. won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Like it's so funny to watch their reactions. I, I need to watch those. I haven't gotten to, to see those. It's yet. so funny. Like Mike has already like seen that stuff. Otherwise it would have tried it on him because yeah. they're like, uh, Travis Kelsey is like an an amazing tight end. He won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. And but then they're just really like, funny. I don't know. I don't they're like, I don't remember seeing him anywhere. Yeah, they're like trying to school. And it's actually an incredible time to be a WEG fan because Alex Earl, she's also seeing a football player, uh, Braxton Barrios, who plays for the Miami Dolphins. Mm. And she was at the game on Sunday as well. Okay. And then okay. there's also like a pretty big WEG on TikTok. And her husband played in the Raiders on Sunday as well. So it's just a really great time to be a Wags fan, like not even an NFL fan, but just like someone who follows the wives and girlfriends yeah. of NFL players. Yeah. It's a crazy time. Exciting though. It's exciting. Everybody loves love and <laughs> <laughs> just like watching it. So stay tuned for what's next there. Yeah. Speaking of NFL and football, this, this year's Super Bowl halftime show performer has been confirmed and it's none other than, drumroll, Usher. <laughs> I was like, do I do that with my, with my voice? No. Uh, Usher will be performing at the Super Bowl halftime this year in Vegas. Obviously, his friends are super excited. Their announcement um, was epic and was shared all over social media. It he's an epic. eight-time Grammy Award winner performing at the show that he's been wanting to do since the start of his career. Mm-hmm. He said he's been waiting for this moment for 30 years. How old is Usher? I don't know. Um, (laughs) But it's really cool that Jay-Z is helping to produce the halftime show. um, And the only problem he's facing now is how many hits he can fit into his 13-minute performance. Yeah. What's what's your favorite hit, Mitzi? It's got to be Confessions. But I don't think that's going to make the cut. Like, it might make the cut in terms of, like, he might say it or like sing a little bit of it, but then there's I envision like a mashup of all of his yeah. hits. Oh yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for just like the and yeah man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really excited to see him perform on roller skates because that's what he does for his Vegas oh. residency. Okay, I did not know this. Yeah, they like light up, and his performance is crazy on skates. Like I've seen the even like the rehearsals and stuff, like on clips of them on TikTok, and it's really impressive. Respect. That is that's big time. I just hope he does this thing. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> watch this, watch this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Super Bowl halftime shows are always fun to keep an eye out yeah. for and see like what who like comes on as like the guest like mm-hmm. or like invited artists and what songs are in, what songs are excluded. The choreographies always become like very memeable. And so I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I was actually wondering like who they would pick. And one thing that I appreciate about the NFL when they do make picks for their Super Bowl performers is that they don't go with someone that's super, super current. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to have a history of being a great performer. Right. So like all the like new pop people like wouldn't be in the running. So no. I love that they like speak to like multi-generational like, like performers. Like legacy artists. Yes, yes. Much. So yeah. like I am shocked that he hasn't been a performer before, but like he's paid his dues. I think the time is right. Yeah. If you would have told me like, yeah, I should have performed in 2012. I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, but... I I wasn't aware that mm-hmm. he had. I thought he had for some reason. Just yeah. seems like 
that's something he would have done already. What did you think about the announcements? Like, like the video? Yeah. Crazy. Like so clever with Kim. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. If you haven't watched that, you have to go watch it. I don't want to give everything away, but... I'll give it in- away. Okay, fine. It's go basically ahead. a clip from his music video for Confessions where he's like in the studio and then... He gets a phone call. He gets the phone call. Yeah. The phone call that rocks his world. But they like remixed it. And they have Kim Kardashian. They had Odell Beckham Jr. Mm -hmm. They had that like college football coach that's like getting all this attention right now. They had someone else. Can't remember. But they were on the other line of the show or of the phone as he's talking to them. And he's they're like (laughs) like telling Usher that he's going to be the performer. And it's also interesting that this is the halftime show is put on by Apple. And of course, they were on all on iPhones. Yeah. Yeah, really clever. I I don't think I've ever seen an intro, like an announcement for an artist for a Super Bowl halftime show in this way. Yeah. It's also like kind of like low production, but smart. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't even have to have him in it. Yeah. Like him currently. For sure. <laughs> Anyways, love to see it. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Cheers.